Hello ladies, welcome to the Wait for Rest podcast. I'm your host, Kim. You've been called to a purpose that is beyond anything you could imagine. Your value is priceless. God has entrusted you to represent a picture of Christ's church. It's important to know because Jesus is coming back for his bride, the church. Once he comes, those who are a part of his church will have access to God's eternal rest. Ladies, you are valuable because in everything that you do, God has asked you to paint a beautiful picture of Christ's church so that through you, others may come to receive God's gift of eternal rest. But first, you must know his rest for yourself. Well, ladies, we all need rest, and not just any rest, God's rest. It starts with understanding your value and ends with exchanging your weight for his rest. Welcome back, ladies. This is Kim, your host, and thank you for joining me today. I am going to be talking about lesson four in the presence of God. And today's lesson, I really love, I'm a a very, wow, I just got mixed up in all of my words. I am very passionate about this topic. It's not going to be long, but I just love this eye-opening experience I had with the Lord when he shared this with me. So I was just thinking about, you know, experiencing God's rest on earth and what does that look like and how can one get into the presence of God? And okay, Kim, if you're going to talk about that, you need to be more detailed. And, you know, I was reading John chapter 14. Um, I love the gospels, but I was reading this, this chapter and uh, chapter 14, verse six, it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. So when I read that, I think, okay, God's rest is God's. So in order for me to be in the presence of God, and this verse says, no one can even get to the Father unless it's through Jesus, then this shows me it's impossible to have or experience God's rest without going through Jesus first. I mean, literally, Jesus is the access, is the door to any access we can have with God. Man and God cannot have any type of relationship unless man has gone through Jesus Christ. I think that is so beautiful because this part kind of saddens me because I see a lot of people say, well, God hasn't done anything for me. I've, I've reached out to God. I've spoken to God. I pray to God. I call out to him, but he doesn't listen to me. He doesn't do anything for me. Where is God? Is he even real? And... Here's the truth of that. In response, the question would be, well, do you know Jesus? Because without Jesus, you don't know God. God even said, Jesus even says in his word, without, because there was a, there's a part in this chapter where the disciples were, were questioning um, Jesus. And he responded back with saying, hey, look, if you don't know me, you don't know my father. You can you can use his name. You can say God this, God that. But if you don't know me and what I have done, that access that I have created so that you can go directly to him by dying for you, if you don't know what I have done to create this relationship for you all between you and God, There is no access to everything God has to offer. So this rest, this comfort, this protection, this provision, this passion, this love, this mercy, this grace, everything that God wants to gift you with, you have no access to it 
unless you know Jesus. This is so, so important because we are in a world right now where everyone desires to have rest. Everyone is so tired. Everyone is so worn out. Everyone is so stressed and anxious and worried, wondering what's going to happen the next day here or there. And they're calling on God, but they don't know Jesus. And Jesus is the only way to whatever you need. The only way. Do you know the verse that I was talking about previously? It's um, It says, come to me, all you labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. That's not God talking. There's this separation, right? There's God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the, the Holy Spirit. So this is Jesus talking. Jesus is saying, you need to come to me if you are, uh, you know, you're working you're, you're through your labor, you're burdened, you're tired, because I will give you rest. He's saying it's through me that you can receive this rest of God. You have to come to know what I have done for you in order to receive this rest. So it's not about Jesus being our rest. It's about Jesus being the only way to have that rest we have to come through him come to him first so here's the process it's how can i have get eternal rest in this world and i'm always so tired and worn out and stressed um well the response will be i i need to i need god's rest and if i want rest that's not temporal <laughs> i need god's rest okay so how do i get God's rest. Well, I have to be in God's presence. I have to acknowledge his presence and trust and depend on him. Okay, so well then how do I get in God's presence? Well, the Bible says that Jesus is the way to God. There's no other way. You cannot cut corners. You cannot try to just grab what he has and just use him for what he can give you without a relationship. So that means you have to go to Jesus to, and, and get to know what he's done for you in order to have this access to God's rest. So why do we have to go through Jesus, right? To get to God, especially if God is omnipresent, why can't I just go straight to God? And that way, you know, instead of going through Jesus and all that, just cut straight to the chase. Why can't I do that? Well, to override Jesus is, is to override the truth that you are incapable of being perfect. All of us are incapable of being perfect. And if you say today you're perfect, yo, I don't know what you are, but I can tell you that's a lie <laughs> because we are all incapable of being perfect and there's nothing wrong with that. I think God loves that we're imperfect because he wants us to glean after him and, and desire him and just allow him to meet our needs. But it's also to show that you and your goodness are, if, if you try to override Jesus, it's like you're saying you and your goodness are, are capable of getting yourself to heaven alone. But God says there is no one that is right. No one that's right. Not one single person is good enough to be with God. Jesus had initial direct access to God because he had God in him, right? He was part God, part man. He was perfect, <laughs> but we're not part God. So our imperfections keep us from, uh, keep us and prevent us from the holiness of God. However, however, here's the key. Because Jesus died for our imperfections and he took our punishment, he became that bridge, right? That bridge that for that massive gap between us and God. And he became that ticket. And without our ticket of Jesus, 
God is untouchable. Everything that you want and you've heard of him and you know he has for you, you cannot have it. It's not yours to claim unless you know Jesus. But but ladies, think about this. This is so beautiful. Imagine someone just coming in and wanting to take stuff from you, but not wanting to get to know you. Right. They just they just want to come in and take your food and take your clothes, take your money. But they don't want this. They don't want to have a conversation with you. Right. I mean, we're not trying to get this person relationship. God says, no, no, no. I, I don't want to just give you things. I want a relationship with you because when I have this relationship with you, this is a this is an intimate partnership. And I get to take on the load of taking care of you. But without a relationship. I can't take care of you. I can't take care of you because that's that's taking advantage of, of the good things that I can give you, but you don't want a relationship. God desires a relationship, but that is through his son, Jesus. And that's why he gave up his son, Jesus, so that he, he can bridge that gap and offer a relationship for his eternal rest. So there's this quote that I'm going to read. Um, Matthew Henry, it's a, a, a commentary that I like to read, but it says, he wrote, asking in Christ's name includes an acknowledgement of our own unworthiness to receive any favor from God, a complacency in the method of method God has taken of keeping up a correspondence with us by his son and an entire dependence on Christ as the Lord, our righteousness. I mean, we cannot do anything or get to God without Christ. We have to acknowledge him. And as much as we think that we don't need Jesus, unfortunately, it's actually, no, fortunately, it's not unfortunately, fortunately for us, we do. And he is the key. He's the ticket. He's the access to everything God has for you. And that that means that that eternal rest that you desire and need and God has created you to have, there's nothing wrong with resting. He literally created you for rest. And so because of that, he wants to give it to you, but you have to know his son. And that's there's no work involved in that. What's wrong with having a relationship with God through his son? There is no work for that. It's a free gift. Nothing involved. It's such a light, light yoke. God says, my yoke is light. My burden is light. What? How is a relationship with God heavy? Think about it. He has come to save you and he wants to give you rest. So my lesson today is, ladies, if you know Jesus, praise the Lord. I mean, it's you already have this gift of, of rest that, that is freely given to you. But if you know someone that doesn't know Jesus, please share this with them because what better way to share Jesus than to offer them this beautiful gift of rest that everyone needs. There's not one person in this world that can say they don't need rest. Not one person, not one. And what better way to share that you can have rest through a relationship with Jesus? Yo, if that's all it is, give it to me. Take it. I will take it. So that's the lesson for today, ladies. It's a beautiful experience and uh, in my presence with, with God. I love that story. It's so impactful. Um, I hope it encouraged you today. 
Ladies, don't forget, if you're wondering how can you support this podcast, the best way to support it is to share with as many women as possible. You know, we women have to encourage each other. We have to encourage each other to rest, especially in a time that we are living in now. We all deserve and desire rest. So the best way to support is to share the podcast with any woman you can think of. This is for anybody, any woman, any lady of any age, share it. Also, you could like the podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can rate it if you think it's good, if it's been encouraging. Also on YouTube, if you could subscribe, hit that subscribe button and also share it as well. But most importantly, I do love feedback. So if if there's something that has encouraged you, something you want to hear more of on my website, you could check it out. You could scroll down to the email list. I would love if you sign up for the mailing list so that I can send you notes of encouragement every week, as well as give you updates on the book but also here uh, is where you can leave a comment for any feedback of the podcast, how it has encouraged you mostly. So thank you so much, ladies. I look forward to talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Wait for Rest podcast. To stay updated with future episodes, the book release, and more, visit www.wait-for-rest.org. And remember, Jesus says to come to him if you're tired and if you have any burdens. And it's through him that you will find God's rest. Until next time.